Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. A special guest joining us on the line now. It's Ken Laban. Ken, good afternoon to you. Afternoon, Ding. How you doing, mate? Hey, look, let's get straight yeah, into the rugby chit-chat because we haven't got very long left. I'll start with the ABs. Uh, Will Jordan, we all wanted him at fullback. He didn't get that wish, but last night he touched the ball a lot and we loved it. Yeah, well, he's talented. Um, one of the challenges the All Blacks have, already, have always had is what they do, and now they fit everybody in. Um, and on the park, and of course, Sebra Reese just gave us a little reminder of how good he was with his little cameo uh, at the end. So mm. that's going to be the challenge for the coaching staff. Um, so many talented players, but you only can put 15 to start. And I think Geordie uh, Barrett in the number 12 years, you've probably been talking about this mm. all day. Um, as well, but I thought he was terrific in the midfield as well. So it might have been, Kenny, might thanks have been for a joining us, solution mate, to put um, in there, but now really what? really appreciate it. Sorry, buddy. Um, I wanted to ask you about uh, Tyrell Lomax. Now, look, that, that front row is, excuse the pun, fronting up big time, <laughs> but you know a lot about Tyrell. Man, he has, he has come on in the last half a dozen games big time, hasn't he? He has. Um, well, I suppose that the first thing, to be to be obvious, he's 127 kilos. <laughs> so he's the heaviest tight head. He's the heaviest tight head in New Zealand. He's obviously the heaviest tight head um, in the All Blacks. And I think many of us in the front rowers that you and I work with a lot at Sky had made that observation when he was in South Africa, that against those big mm. uh, Bok boys that at 127 kilos, he was better off starting than being back here in New Zealand eating meat pies. That's the first thing. So he's got the he's got the big numbers. Secondly, um, he's had good shooters along the way. And if you talk to Tyrell, he thinks the world of um, of Mark Hammett, of Craig Dermody, and especially of Wyatt Crockett, who tutored him when he first came through at Tasman. Now you add Jace Ryan um, on top of that. Mm-hmm. And um, what you're starting to see now is the maturing and the developing of uh, a quality professional into into a hopefully what's going to be a world class tight head, and I thought the example well not the example but I thought his uh, his showing last night just reminded us of what an exciting potential he is for the future of the tight head prop in New Zealand. I t- absolutely, totally agree. Um, well, we've just dissected the All Blacks and Australia quite a lot, and in general the rugby championship. So what? we wanted to shift on to was the game that you're involved with yesterday. The first question I want to ask you, mate, is from your, from your experience, having experienced it in the past, but then again yesterday, what was was Shield Fever evident in Wellington? Um, no. Um, I, mm. think it's gonna, I think it's going to take some time. Um, you have to remember from a Wellington perspective, mate, it's been 14 years. Uh, the Hurricanes and Lions continue to be indifferent. Um, but 
would hope um, that with the whole summer to think about it, promotion, marketing, organising opportunities to get the word out in the community, that they could build something special on the back end of some great defence, uh, a great defensive campaign uh, next year. There's 8,288, I think the crowd was, I remember, when Wellington took the shield off Hawke's Bay. Uh, I think Hawke's mm. Bay have had the best crowd averages this year. Um, and their wider community really bought in uh, to shield fever. But <clears throat> I thought the crowd, for, for whatever reason, you know, maybe um, the All Blacks, um, it, was a, it was a shocking day. Um, all the kind of excuses that were put out before um, may have been may have been factors, uh, but I certainly hope that um, what you're alluding to happens in the future. That interest builds and people find really good reasons to come, and we can turn it into a festival type atmosphere, which I've seen many times at Hawke's Bay over the last couple of years of their most recent tenure, which lasted 15 defences. D- yeah, absolutely. Did, did the score, I agree with you as well, did the scoreline surprise you? Did you think that Wellington were going to be able to it pull Waikato away by that margin? Marshy, I thought they were going to have a hell of a time uh, defending the mm. Shield yesterday, to be honest. Uh, Waikato were just, well, it was just one minor hiccup against Otago uh, the week before. Otherwise, they came in with a uh, very, very impressive, I think it was six wins, one draw and one loss. Uh, they were first and second on the table. One was the defending champion. Um, Waikato, we know, have been, uh, you know, normally get up uh, for the Shield uh, challenge. I thought that their forward pack was more experienced than the Wellington one. Um, I thought they would dominate up front, but none of that, um, none of that happened. And, and in effect, it all, it all happened in reverse. Uh, and TJ Pedernada, I can't say enough um, about his contribution for Wellington. Uh, Marshy, as you know, if anybody had an excuse, you know, to just turn up, do what you have to do, yeah. miss the odd game, mm. um, you know, given his status and profile in the game, it would be him. But he's just been an absolute phenomenal leader. Um, as you know, with our grand microphones, we can hear him talking and organising and rallying the troop. He's just been sensational for them. Um, and, of course, young Aidan Morgan, uh, outside him, he's not long out of school himself. Uh, having the opportunity to grow and develop. And he's been a very smart player at number 10 as well. And, of course, you know, at number eight, um, is that 19-year-old kid who's a, basically he's a 19-year-old Adi Savi, whether or not he can be as good as Adi, well, you know, time will tell. But, you know, he's outside him, he's got um, TJ Pedernada. And inside Adam Morgan, he's got TJ. So he's, he's running the cutter, as you know, and he's steering that Wellington ship around. Yeah, look, it was a great win uh, for Wellington, absolutely, uh, Ken. But in the side, you know, are there any players? We've been talking about the Northern Tour. We always look for bolters. Any bolters you could see? And also, how did Damien McKenzie go in this one? I thought Damien McKenzie was overshadowed uh, by the, comb- the nine ten combination of um, of TJ, uh, Pitanada, and Aidan Morgan. Um, bolters, I don't know how. How many extra are they going to take that are not already in camp with the All Blacks? Um, mm. I can't think of the la- I can't think of the last time um, it happened. If there's if there's going to be a bolter, it have to be Roger who's already in there. Um, and and what have they got? Ten minutes yesterday too, the last shoot. So you know, I, I I don't know that there are too many um, unless they take TJ. Uh, but what's the point of bringing on Finlay Christie if they take TJ? Um, so I, I don't know. Brad, Brad Webb has been terrific um, for Hawks Bay. 
Uh, but if he gets picked, is he a bolter? Well, I wouldn't think so. Not after 17 tests. Yeah, no, very good call. Hey, Ken, mate, we are running out of time, but thank you so much for uh, talking with us uh, this afternoon. Much appreciated. My pleasure, bro. Anytime. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.